0: Listeners know Plymouth that well. But it's
1: an uh, interesting city. So, today's
0: uh, soundscape is going to be you know, very uh, famous or perhaps even infamous. Street in Plymouth. It's Union Street. And there's a lot of, a lot of uh, activity in Union Street. There's a company called Nudge. And I'm going to talk with Nudge and find out what they do. They've uh, recently purchased a building in Union Street and it's been revamped. Uh, and they've got uh, plans to bring disused buildings back into use. Now for a lot of people it's got one of those cliched and rather tired reputations of being a red light district. And of course that's part of its uh, history, but it's got a deeper history uh, than that. Um, I think it had a a grand purpose at one time, part of the sort of royal parade. Uh, It had the great sort of clubs. It was the the place to go for uh, the evening's entertainment. And now it's a, a bit of a, a sad reflection of its former glorious self. But things are happening. So we're, we're gonna take a trip down Union Street. Start the clipper. Let's go inside. Hello. Hi. I'm Dave. I'm Wendy. Hi Wendy. Sorry Hi. to interrupt your... It's fine. Fine food. You don't have to stop.
2: No, 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 I'll just move out
0: the way. Well, no, because... Um, i
1: do.
0: Well, because I'm going to, well, I was hoping to talk to you about lunch. Did, did Hannah talk to you? Um, do you know Hannah? Do you I know, you know? know Hannah. Right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. yeah of course, of course, okay. No, that's alright. To <laughs> be fair, Wendy. She's currently, I think, on a train. Oh, she? Actually. Hannah. No, no. was what's cheese? I know. I think I might have started that. That's Wendy, which Or balsamic vinegar, which is here.
0: Or jalapeno and coriander. We'll go on. We'll, we'll do that. So yeah,
2: go for it. We'll, uh, P- it. Do you want me to put it on the side? Yeah, go. On. And just, then, just in um, case. yeah, it might, it might make you cough. Okay. <laughs>
1: right,
2: be warm.
0: <laughs> so shall I sit down and join you? That'd
3: be great. That alright.
2: The Community Benefits Society set off after 10 years plus of volunteering um, by Hannah and I. And the Community Benefits Society is owned by its community and its members. Right. So we have literally just done a community share offer where we've got 151 new shareholding members. And we're about to turn the light on now to say to our community, we didn't want to confuse it while that was out. Right. Do you want to become a member? I see and um, we'll busily go about our neighbourhood and sign lots of people up to become members of Nudge. And Nudge was set up um, really on the back of all the stuff that we've done around Union Corner. So Union Corner was um, 2014. We did a crowdfunder and raised some money to bring a derelict shop back into use. It's much loved. From doing that, Hannah and I got a bit more ambitious about, okay, we've done that. What about the rest of the street, because there's 14 other derelict buildings on the street. What could we do about those? And we started to imagine ourselves coming, stepping forwards into that space and giving ourselves permission to go and um, have a poke or a nudge at Mm. other buildings on the street, but realised that what with working full time, volunteering, and bringing up our families, that something would have to give. So um, both of us gave up our jobs. For us as well, it was about saying if the street is being held back as well by all those people that own it currently, we want to get in there and try and nudge some of those properties out, and and for this community to benefit from that, not for private developers or for private profit to develop from it, so that's why we've got the Community Benefit Society, because it can asset lock assets, which then means that they can only ever be sold for the benefits of the the organisation or the community, so yeah, that's quite exciting.
4: Down on the lot um, some people use it just for a bit of company. Uh, so I help out there. Um, I am a member of Stonehouse Time Bank. We lived on Union Street for about twelve years now. Okay. Um, me and my wife we are looking to move. Generally it's fine. You know, I mean there's a lot of people are not in the street, a lot of people are not at Stonehouse at the end of the day, but on a Friday and a Saturday night it's quite Quite entertaining to be honest, sometimes on a Friday night, Saturday night. Well, Saturday morning, Sunday morning, usually, because they're all coming okay. from the pub. Aren't they? I mean, I personally think um, Union Street would draw more of a crowd if they started doing up some of the premises that's around nothing. Weekends, there'll be a sea of white, favourite hats down here, and we know all the
5: bars. Some ships have their favourites. One of mine was the one we were coaching which is now called
1: the
4: Clipper, it used to be called the City. But oh, that's a really good one, to shore. Well, sure. It's a bit of a community thing, really. we we'll people yeah. we'll get together, um, as I've yeah. said, really, um, yeah. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Um, there's a soup kitchen on there between 12 and 2. Um, if you're ever around in the area for that sort of time, pop in and have a nap with a, yeah. a few people. Um, twice a month on a Sunday. Me and a friend that I have known for a little while, Um, we'd have put on a roast dinner. But the veg and that gets cooked at home, petrol at home, and obviously the meat things gets cooked on the premises. I mean, I don't do as much cooking now as I did. I mean, I just generally, my job really is generally helping out with tea, coffee. Yeah, Yeah. it's good. It's good. It's four stone hours, so anybody can use it for whatever whatever activities they want to use.
3: These are the if they take to alcohol and can't hold it, then, then they will
0: suffer. The consequences either by being found drunk and dealt with accordingly, no, occasionally, occasionally. A number of direct properties on Union Street. I think there's 14, Yeah.
2: 13 or 14.
0: And and what is the story in particular? It's
2: complex ownership. Three people might own it. One person might be up for selling, but the other two may not. Um There's, uh, I think there's probably some uh, people that have bought it then mortgaged them and then therefore po- possibly don't have reason to bring them to market because actually they might be worth less than what they are.
0: Is it easy or is it very difficult to find out who owns?
2: Yeah no property. it's very easy to find out okay. who owns property so we've had a look and then we've had conversations as well with different people. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted the Clipper really because it had been the 24-hour pub and people had different takes on what it contributed really to the street, and because it was, it's kind of iconic. It's kind of yeah. everyone knows that either they all have stories to tell, sure, or they knew of the clipper. So it was really brilliant to mm. to get it. It took us a while to land it, and um, but when we when we were allowed in the race uh, for it, we can com- we exchanged and completed in sort of three weeks, which was brilliant. I think. I guess it was a pub for many, many years. On the pole that you can see over there, you've got a Sydney Arms starting in 1877, uh-huh. and all those people wrapped around the pole, all their names, tell you who was the, the yeah. landlord or landlady. Yeah. So at and least then, 1877, yeah. all the way through to, and then you can see us, 2017, we've got our community builders on the pole. Um, and it was closed three years ago. And what kind of a reputation did it have? Um, well, one my personal story was one time I walked past to get the first train out of Plymouth to London, uh-huh. and it was still very lively on the street. And the first train out is what quarter to six or something, okay. or what? maybe quarter past five. So it was quite funny. It was a it was a school night, and people were still out. You know, yeah, it was the place that you came before licensing laws changed, when you couldn't get a drink anywhere yeah. else, and like you come back get that. And it would be really busy and. Doug, one of our volunteers that we had, um, he'd been the manager here, Uh and he was saying that actually when it went 24 hour, it was kind of the death of the clipper. It was great to get it, I have to say, and then to breathe lots of love and care in the way that we wanted it to feel like.
0: I didn't get any more. I'm, I'm a builder.
6: Oh okay. These geometric patterns can go on anything. It's a brand. I, I, I do it in wood I do it in Kit Kats. I'm gonna go and buy some more Kit Kats and make some more
0: tomorrow. Oh, you're serious about Kit Kats? What about Twix? Oh my lord, hold on, let's have a look at this. So is this tessellating Kit Kats? Is that what we're calling? It? Have a look. Oh okay, yeah right, oh wow. So luckily for you, they brought out the milk, the milk uh, Kit
6: Kat version. It's, Otherwise, be it's harder. cookies and cream that flavour. Okay, because
0: without that, you'd be a bit stuffed because you'd like they'd all be brown and you wouldn't be able to see it very clearly. Yeah,
6: quickly. but the 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 dark chocolate and cookies and cream. So there, there's milk chocolate ones as well. There were um, green tea ones. So one of the, so apart from tiles and Kit Kats, what else do you want? Um, I'm going to um, have a go at making cross-shaped ravioli filled with. Nice. Because the cephalopod, like uh, squid and octopus, they yeah. have an ink sac. Yeah. So the Italians will dye the pasta okay. with the ink, so we can make black and white tessellations yes. of ravioli filled mm-hmm. with cuttlefish, and then we can serve it here. That'd be great. But you, if you, if that was served to you, you would never get around to eat, eating
0: them because you'd just be rearranging them on your plate.
5: mural, dating from the 1940s, still remains. This mural really depicts what life was like. Absolutely <laughs> magic. I've got some really wonderful ones to show at this part. Friday night, Saturday night, there's only money left if you're here. Somebody... To
6: things like Spanish Coqueta, that um, you've got a dipping sauce. This idea of, well, is it okay to double dip? Don't, don't care what anyone thinks about that, it's just an idea to create controversy. This is a, something that would go viral. Is, is Are these things socially acceptable? Are you allowed to double dip your croquetta?
0: standing on Union Street now, quite a nice day I have to
2: say. So the the council bought that and they're going to demolish that in the next few months. What
0: was that? Was that was, um, that, that a, was a pub. A pub, okay. The two trees. Okay.
2: Then this was a nightclub for uh, the Millennium, then God TV took that over and then haven't progressed. They've ripped it all out inside but they haven't progressed their idea. Are the two places that you'd still come for nightlife on um yeah. cabinet supplies have been on the street for i think a hundred years or sh- just shy of a hundred okay. years so we set up an account with them and we got all our stuff from them all our nails our locks our keys our okay. everything that we possibly yeah. could we right. um we got from them then it was a camping um, shop that they closed business, and then Ataskina has bought that that um,
0: oh, okay. that
2: place, which yep. is great. And then lovely shop as well. They're open all hours as yep. well. The um, like convenience shop. Mr Wong's here, and then we've got the Indian takeaway, pizza kebab. Um, and then you start to move down the street, and then it starts. To Stonehouse is a really vibrant community, yeah. but it's almost a community of two halves, isn't right. it? So right. one side, there's lots of people that kind of might find it really hard. Yes. And then another side where there's lots of people moving into yeah. like the Royal William Yard and around Mill Bay. Yeah. They're coming from a place where they've, they've got money. You know, yeah. they can kind of move in and yeah. have a really nice time. But the streets, it's 200 years old, yeah. 1815, It United Devonport. Uh, Stonehouse in Plymouth and there were still three towns and there was apparently a toll gate just by Union Corner you pay to go through the gate or yeah, something yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then this was the sort of um, playground of the world's navy wasn't it whenever a big yeah. ship came in they'd come and, and party on Union Street We got the ambition after Union Corner, we just thought actually if we gave ourselves permission to say as volunteers we'll step into the space yeah. and we'll say actually we bit by bit we can do something to start changing the atmosphere and yeah. the offer on the street, why don't we do it? Yeah. And then we put our community in control of saying what they want back
1: yeah. to. The,
4: the broad parapairs with one leg, across ruins and empty ocean
7: i connected with Wendy and Hannah's first project, which is Union Corner, which has okay. like, um, yep. been involved with that for three years or more, and we've had um, a project come out of that called 100 Homes Project, which okay. has won a national award for oral history. So I'm trying to get interviews with as many people as I can okay. who are have still living memories of. Cabinet Supplies has been there 90 years. Um, Some buildings at the end are about to come down to make way for a great big thoroughfare, which is rather sad because there's a pub called The Two Trees at the end there. And on the plaque, I don't really read the plaque, it was dedicated to the father of film, which is William Freeze Green, who died in poverty. But I caught a sort of B-movie on the television with him, in Hollywood with a reel of film under his thing and being, being kind of ridiculed and then kind of dying. You've
3: heard about Union Street. I mean, I've read it in the papers about Union Street. Like, you know, they a great
1: place and plants. What left is precious,
7: you know, we've got to hang on to it. Well, we're hoping eventually, Pete, who runs it, he's got fingers in all the sort of pies that are going on in terms of the arts and the history department, the oral history at the universities, the students on board. But meanwhile, the people we're interviewing are dying, you know, so there's a kind of two-ends thing. Union Corner, so we, we swap ours for each other. Someone right. helps me build my garden wall, I take someone down and to help them clear their house when their father dies, whatever. Right. But we also have our own little projects going on as well, right. and, and the 100 homes came out of that, really. Right. And Tony, who you saw, yep. come in, he's very enthusiastic, and he gets people to come to these things, people who really need to come to the soup kitchen, who really need to come for the Sunday lunch that he yeah, 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 helps yeah. to organise.
5: Or two. Well, if you not make that, usually on a between three and, say, five. Weekends, it will be a sea of white sailor's hats down here. I and mean, we know all the bars. Some ships have their favourites. One of mine was the one we were approaching, which is now called The Clipper. It used to be called The City. But I've uh, had a really good run to shortly. It's lunacy
6: to cut Kit caps up and then glue them together with melted chocolate. But we if used to have the biscuit factory, pink pig friends. bloody, like, You
3: know, there's no, nothing for the ordinary working class people. It's a rich type of town with lots of rich people in it. And they don't bother about this type of sort of situation. Like, you know? Well, I'm saying what I want to say, John. Okay. And it's about time this was set on the television so people can know about these things. Yeah.
0: tell me a little bit more about the sort of the nitty-gritty
2: so we um, we got a bridging loan yeah from Plymouth City Council because we've got a housing element upstairs so oh. we were able to access their housing facilities loan oh. and we got 85,000 from them and then we found um, four investors to help us with the deposit early doors and um, that was quite funny on the day of needing to transfer the money to our solicitor we had one person that was going to give us the deposit and they pulled out and um, we got busy with phone calls and by the yeah. end of the day, well by 11.30 we had the money back on the table Gosh. and by the end of the day we had offers that probably could have given us about 75 grand
0: Okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> which right. was really nice yeah. from people and obviously we paid them um, interest to do that so yeah we did that and then um, we wanted to do up downstairs to demonstrate that it was open for business and then we um wanted to launch our share offer at the same time as opening so our share offer was about asking people to invest in nudge up to 10% of the maximum value so we went for 220,000 maximum value and we were accepted on the um co-op uk uh community share booster program which meant they would match pound for pound up to 100,000 so we raised 104,000 and right. they've matched okay. 100,000 right, so okay. we have now 204,000 invested, Um, and you you look at that as a business model, so you're looking, that is still a loan, um, and that we're asking people to come and get involved with us, and um, they could start a share at 50 pounds, go up to maximum 22,000, and that we would look to pay up to 3.6% annual return, after 12 months of investing, 3.6%, so long as we hit our financial targets. We'd be able to pay 3.6%. We had to tell everyone we could, of course, lose everyone's money. It's not guaranteed. Um, it's not guaranteed by the government or any any FCA. Um, so there is a real risk as well for those yeah. people. But it was great. We, so we produced a share offer. We were accepted by the um, Community Shares Unit to get their quality mark, which gives people some reassurance, yeah. not, the, not the financial guarantee, no, 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 no. but some reassurance no. that it's gone through a process. Um, and then we launched uh, what the 19th of July, and we closed about a week, two weeks, a week, yeah. That gives us yeah. the ability to pay back and remove the charge that the council has on okay. the property, and it also then gives us the funds to be able to do the flats upstairs, right? So they, they will always be for affordable housing, and that was one of the conditions of the council loan. So we would, and we wanted that anyway, so we wanted it for local people. Um, and we're really interested when we had a conversation that someone had down at Union Corner about um, if you're a single parent and you don't have your children living with you and you're under 35, you might have your rent capped which then means you have to move into a shared house okay. with just yeah. one room for yourself and that's not ideal to have your kids over in no. so we really want to see how flexible those two um, flats can be upstairs okay. and yeah. therefore we'll look for that single dad or single mom
0: adoro ah si
5: The biggest city in the southwest has one street which is as notorious as any street in Soho. That's Union
7: Street. Pubs, clubs, strip shows and discos, they're all crammed into less than a quarter of a mile, and that's where everybody goes for a night out. The locals, the soldiers, the matlos,
1: that sailors two townies and the police.
5: Become a member and enjoy the facilities of Plymouth's leading night spots. Good music, top cabaret, excellent company and
1: superb food. Cheers, Charles. Come in and enjoy yourself. See you there at the Commodore Cascade at Birdcage Clubs Plymouth. That's nice.
5: Mine was the one we were approaching which is now called the Clipper, it used to be called the City, but that's a really good run. <laughs>
6: lunacy to cut Kit Kats up and then glue them together with melted chocolate. it.
5: Dating from the 1940s, and still remains. This mural really depicts what life was like. Absolutely magic. I've had some really wonderful ones ashore at this pub. Friday night, Saturday night, there's me money left. Sailor's hats down here, I and mean, we know all the bars. Some ships had their favourites. One of mine was the one we were approaching, which is now called the Clipper, used to be called the Sitting, But I've had some really good runs ashore here.
1: decent place to go. There's no youth clubs or anything in Nothing like that happens. All it is, is people chasing around, chasing... If anybody comes down with a camera, they chase Matlows, walking around, I mean, oh, I mean, so what? You have that, that in any sequel.
5: The ambitious new Plymouth replaces the old.
3: The broad thoroughfares which were once laid defiantly across ruined and empty acres
5: are now lined with buildings.
1: thinks
6: about that it's just an idea to create controversy. This is not something that would go viral. Is is are these things socially acceptable or are you have double dip you're forget?
1: That's posthumous
2: cheese. I know, I think I might have spelled this.
5: Thank okay.